हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू वॉच पॉडकास्ट दिस इज एपिसोड नंबर टू ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट वेर वी डिस्कस टर्म्स आइडियाज करंट अफेयर्स एंड मेनी अदर थिंग्स फ्रॉम एन इंडिक पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट हाउ पॉप कल्चर स्पेशली सिनेमा इज बींग यूज टू सेव द पीपल्स माइंड इन अ पर्टिकुलर वे ऑन एवरी फ्रंट और फोकस इज गोइंग टू बी द कैप्चरिंग ऑफ माइंड्स unimpressed minds who are mostly not able to distinguish art from propaganda and consume everything in the name of harmless entertainment in order to understand this let's first try to delve deep into layers of the ways in which a society operates take the example of west where church has its own sphere of influence on the people and state has its own both of them have some common ground as well but it's an understanding between both that one must not interfere in others sphere of influence directly key word here being directly so how do you do it indirectly there comes the art and pop culture keeping the political partisanship at bay we must try to understand that how groups with an agenda different from states democratic enforcement of law and order or any other type of control of social order can use art and cinema to influence people's mind on a mass scale which then can be exploited very easily by vested groups we are still going to talk in the reference of those two spheres of influence one being of state and other being of quote unquote other and how art and pop culture has started to influence the minds in its own way distinct from those two spheres in case of india see invest church is a strong institution but its agenda and state's agenda are at conflict with each other when it comes to india temple as an institution never came at odds with the state art and culture patronized by temple were always in sync with the polity adopted by state because the aim of temple was to genuinely preserve the art and provide employment to people but now the case is not the same temples are now under government control and have become redundant as an institution bollywood has different kind of patronization so with different kind of patronization come different kind of efforts to influence the mind of people let's take cinema original purpose of making films was not for mass entertainment instead to spread propaganda during wars let's take another example gps its purpose was not for global civilian usage but for us military later it was made available for civilian usage because then it would be hard to track the exact military assets if the traffic on the platform is high much like walking in a traffic compared to walking on an empty road similarly cinema was made available to masses for entertainment and propaganda became more and more subtle both these mediums are still serving their original purpose and i would say that even better than before the title of the podcast is that it's a battle to capture the minds and that was totally in reference to the political partisanship which plays a role in the cinema 
we must try going beyond that coming to the point where we have ott platforms like netflix and others and the delivery of content has become more and more targeted and here the sphere created by art is at war with the sphere of state with no censor and regulatory body this war is being fought almost one sided let's take few examples from movies like sikara which try to justify terrorism in kashmir valley by blaming it on the atrocities committed by security forces or the attempts to make the word naxal mainstream and something good something cool in series like patal lok where it has been shown that state agencies are committing atrocities by probing and blaming pakistan for any domestic problem in india thus making the authority of such agencies suspicious in the eyes of indian people the ultimate attempt being that of making the innocent masses lose their trust in state and state enforced law and order which then results in absolute chaos we can bring in here the reference from another pop culture thing called game of thrones and a character from game of thrones called little finger who said that chaos isn't a pit chaos is a ladder then we must ask ourselves the most important question for whom the chaos is a ladder and in comes the answer that for people like little finger it's a ladder who are anarchists in nature and they are going to benefit by making the society burn and then we see when the society eventually starts burning the pawns of those anarchists are found giving iconic poses amidst the fire and here the art is used further to sustain the fire beat riots in delhi or riots in us and how reference from pop culture like movie joker a scene was recreated to romanticize the chaos so what's the end goal of all this if you read the pamphlets of naxals operating in central india their aim is to hoist the communist flag on red fort and overthrow the democratically elected government by force it's notable here that they want to see an armed revolution in india and then capture the power Vivek Agnihotri in his book Urban Naxals have pointed out that who are the overground workers of those Naxals is it possible that by pop culture and consumption of such content the ultimate aim of these platforms or those responsible for calling the shots is to make every institution irrelevant and delegitimize in the eyes of indian youth and thus making it easier for them to instigate and rise make them rise against the state if we start seeing politics in art then entertainment becomes very boring and irritating as well <clears throat> one is not able to enjoy it anymore but once we are able to see the politics behind the art it is difficult to ignore it and then one more thing which becomes very important is that where to draw the line between social issues being highlighted versus fault line being exploited after all Naxals from the jungle are not coming out to throw the democratic government by force. It's the gullible masses who they hope are going to do it for them. 
just like those gullible masses did in Naxalbari, by rising against the feudal landlords. But they were not aware that what kind of monster they had created. And for Naxals, it was a typical alliance of convenience. It's also very important to distinguish the protest for genuine issues and peaceful protests from those protests which involved taking lives, burning shops and malls, looting stores. Former must be addressed, no matter what part of society they come from. Latter must be crushed, again, no matter what part of society they come from. While recording this episode, I came across a piece of news of an Australian Imam and he said that we must seize this opportunity of riots to impose Sharia on board. Something we have discussed already in reference to Naxals. But I gave you just an example of Naxals. That's not really the most important part of the discussion. Instead, it's the chaos. And from there, capture of power by different vested groups, which might not necessarily believe in peaceful democratic law and order. So at the end, all I want to say is that once you become aware of politics behind art, it becomes very difficult to enjoy it. But being ignorant about it also is not option. Thank you for listening. This will be today's wrap and I will see you guys in next episode. Till then, stay happy, stay safe.